Well, Quincy Asian Resources and the Green Energy Consumers Alliance are back with their EV events. And this year it's going to be at the Hale Family YMCA here in Quincy. This is Sunday, uh, September 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Anna Vanderspeck and Fang Shu are here to tell us all about it. Ladies, good to see you both again. Nice to be here. Thank yeah. you for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's uh, getting to be a yearly event <laughs> that we have uh, this event. Uh, maybe, Fang, we can start with you and talk a little yeah. bit about how this event got started, actually. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, this is, again, it's going to be with uh, about how electric vehicle. We have test rides. We ha have EV ambassadors who own EVs and who are our volunteer who can talk with our participants about their driving experience of EVs. Um, and we have e-bikes for people to test ride as well. We, the good thing is that we also provide free food this time. Yes. Free yes. ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always a pleasure no matter yes. what, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Quincy Asian Resources uh, involved in EV, EV events, if you will? Yeah, actually we, um, and Corey and Green Energy Consumers Alliance, we are a partner in the, his grant called uh, uh, Act for Act All. Act for <laughs> All, he has Accelerating the Clean Transportation for All. Oh, okay. Um, so our mission is to promote clean transportation among our community. Okay. So um, throughout the past year, we've organized different events. Mm -hmm. Like we came last year, we promoted the yes. Earth Day event, Test yep. Drive event. Hand. We've organized different types of workshops, helping people to know more about EVE. Um, any questions, any mis misperceptions for EVE, mm -hmm. we help them answer and clarify. Um, we have organized focus groups to have a deeper understanding about how concerns or um, knowledge level among mm. our community members regarding driving electric vehicles or uh, e-bikes. So yeah, we're here to, you know, just as a um, information carrier between uh, our community members and maybe even policies, mm -hmm. you know, just trying to give them more information about EVE and sure. how to um, just let them know that EVs are also affordable cars. Yeah, and so, I'm sorry, go ahead, would you say something Yeah, yeah, yeah. go uh, ahead, yeah. I, I think would you say it's worked, Fang? Do, do you think that the message is kind of getting out there? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that a lot of our community members participate in our events and workshops. Um, I would say they are curious about how EV um, efforts. That's step one, right? Ask a question. Yes, yeah, yeah they're okay. curious. And a lot of them, I would say, um, especially among our Chinese um, community members, maybe they hear a lot of information from their friends, families. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like secondhand information mm -hmm. about EVEs. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things are correct and a lot of them are incorrect. Okay. So we're glad we are there to provide more accurate information for the home. Sure. So um, now they know more about how different types of EVEs, the safety issues, driving range mm -hmm. and more importantly what types of government incentives are there to help them you yes. know how to when they come to the uh, decision making point to yeah. purchase a car okay so yeah i think i think the program is working yeah. well, well one great <laughs> way to do that is uh, to drive an ev race uh, yes. and to do it at an event such as this that's yes. coming up on yes. this sunday so Anna, uh, tell me a little bit, uh, I always like to start with just the basics. What is the Green Energy Consumers Alliance? Yeah, sure. Um, we are a state-based nonprofit organization um, that 
is working to speed the transition to a zero carbon future to bring down those emissions that are causing climate change. And we have lots of different programs that help people access clean energy technologies, whether that's solar or heat pumps or energy efficiency. And for this program, we're focusing on transportation. Sure, okay. How long has Green Energy Consumers Alliance been around? Been in um, we celebrated our 40th anniversary last year. Really? So we've been around for quite some time. Um, have grown a lot over those 40 years yeah. and expanded into other spaces. Um, but yeah, 40 years. Wow. What would you say have been some of your past accomplishments? Ooh. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, in uh, I'll stick to the transportation okay. space because that's where we are. So um, we've been running a program called Drive Green uh, for nearly seven years now that does consumer education about electric vehicles mm -hmm. like this, um, but then also maintains a shopping tool online where you can come on, learn about the different vehicles, um, understand the different incentives and the different ranges and the different packages and all of that, yeah. and then connect with a local dealer to actually sign up to test drive or purchase a vehicle. Okay. So the goal of that program has been to really smooth out the process of making the switch to an electric car and we've helped over a thousand people get cars through that program so that's really exciting but we know that many thousands more have interacted with our um, materials or our events or the, f the shopping tool mm. um, and might have gone out and gotten an EV somewhere else and we just don't know about it okay. yet so mm. um, we're very proud of that program and glad to do more with it in partnership with Quarry. Sure. Um, on the sort of policy advocacy side, one thing that is very relevant for this event is that Massachusetts has had a rebate program for electric vehicles for um, many years, since 2014, um, but it was a little out of date. So last year, a big climate law was passed that updated that rebate, and that's something that we pushed for on the advocacy side, and now can see the benefits of on the program side when we're talking to real people who want to buy an electric car. So okay. those are two things that come to mind. Okay, sure, sure. With the new uh, administration now in place, the, you know, the Healy uh, Driscoll administration, um, have things changed when it comes to green energy, renewable energy, mm -hmm. electric vehicles? Yes. Okay. Um, so Governor Healy made climate uh, a big part of her platform. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on in a lot of different places. Um, I'll say that in the transportation space, a lot of the things that we've seen so far were implemented or uh, instigated by that climate law last year. Okay. So we've got changes to the rebate program. We had an electric vehicle infrastructure coordinating council just issue a report back to the legislature saying, okay, if we really want to do this, this is what we need in terms of infrastructure for charging. Um, a lot of those things came out of last year's climate law, mm -hmm. and we're looking forward to seeing Governor Healy sort of take that momentum and, and run with it. Okay. It's, it, you know, you bring up an interesting point that, I mean, electric vehicles are not so new anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, they've been around for a little while. They have. Going back to, well, it started, I guess, as hybrids, right? Yep. And, and now fully electric vehicles. and battery-powered vehicles, 100% yep. battery-powered vehicles. So are you seeing a change in, in consumer attitudes toward electric vehicles? I mean, people are very clearly interested okay. in electric cars. If you sort of zoom out globally, the growth that ma manufacturers are seeing a lot is in the EV space. Mm. There are countries that are way further ahead than we are on that transition. Um, but regardless of where you are, who you ask, 
driving electric is just a more pleasant experience and uh, once people make the switch they don't they don't want to go back mm -hmm. um, so there's been a lot more interest one thing that I've noticed in particular in the last couple of years is the number of advertisements for electric cars mm -hmm. I know when we started the program years ago we were if you watch the Super Bowl you see all the ads for cars and none of them were electric and right. now there's so many there's so many different models that are available and I think that's making it clear to people that this is something you can consider um, and that that's exciting progress so I think people people are really interested there's still lots of barriers we got to work through mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the, the progress is in the right direction yeah well I mean many uh, major automobile manufacturers have pledged to go fully electric and in, in the not-too-distant future yep it's it's exciting to see now they actually have to follow through on those promises right. too. We'll talk about the infrastructure a little bit. What can federal government do, you know, to improve um, EV charging stations is the biggest obstacle, right? Yeah. So the federal government is actually uh, doing a lot right now, which is very exciting. So. Um, there are two big sort of climate laws that the Biden administration got through. Uh, one is the it bipartisan infrastructure law, and then the other is the Inflation Reduction Act. The bipartisan infrastructure law um, actually puts money towards building out charging stations. So every state got a certain allocation of funds for the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program, or NEVI program, mm. which they will use specifically for DC fast charging, which is the highest power charging yes, along yeah. highways. And so the goal is w when that program is complete that there will be charging stations every 50 miles on uh, highways on across the state. Probably, so right, yeah. uh, MassDOT, the Department of Transportation, yeah. is the agency responsible for implementing that, so they're they're working on that. Okay. Um, but the uh, Inflation Reduction Act also puts in place a tax credit for installing charging stations that had sort of been on again, off again for the past couple of years, both for individuals and for commercial entities, and that is now in existence for the next 10 years and also available to tax exempt entities. So that's another way that the federal government is kind of putting their finger on the, the balance mm -hmm. to, to make this easier. Tax mm -hmm. credits for, for whom? For, for if you install a charging station, um, you get in a your home? In your home okay. or if you're a business. Okay. Um, there are some uh, qualification requirements based on like where you live, yes. um, but it's a 30% tax credit for the cost of installing that. Okay. Charging station. Okay. So now, as, as I understand it, there are uh, three different levels of charging. There's there's the basic. You can just plug it into the outlet you already have in yep. your home and get a very slow a slow charge, charge right? Uh, then there's the second phase, which is a, a faster, mm -hmm. and then there's the commercial grade, which you can't have in your house. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, are people doing that? Yeah. So the level two charging is what most people can do at home. Yes. Um, that is easy to do if you own your own home or have a single family home right. or basically have off-street parking. Uh, if you rent or live in a condo, it gets more complicated, sure. but there are new incentives to help make that less complicated from both the state of Massachusetts and our electric utilities and in this area, National Grid. Um, and then DC fast charging, that's the, the high power charging that you see along highways. Um, the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection um, last year I think announced a whole bunch of new DC fast charging stations that they were helping to fund get built and mm -hmm. again National Grid has a program too to help get more of those built so people are charging charging is being built mm -hmm. um, but most people right now find that they do most of their charging at home, at home. as yeah. we get more people who live in apartments going electric that may change 
Um, but right now, if, if, if you have off-street parking where you live mm -hmm. and the ability to install a charger, it is not hard at all and is much more pleasant than driving to a gas station. Okay. <laughs> so how much does it cost to have a level two charging station installed in my home and how long does it take to charge my car on that? Um, it'll, the cost depends a lot, unfortunately. It's not easy to be like, this will oh. be the price. So okay. the, the unit itself um, costs a couple hundred dollars. It depends a little bit on how many bells and whistles you want. The big sort of uh, question is uh, if you have electrical service available where you park your car. Okay. So if you have a 240 volt outlet near where you park your car, you don't really need to do anything. You just buy a unit and have an electrician hook it up. I see. Um, if you don't have that service right next to where you park your car, an electrician will need to lay the line. However, there are lots of new incentives uh, from National Grid to help cover the costs of that. And those are very complicated in that it depends on are you in a single family home or an apartment or condo mm. and where exactly do you live so the amounts are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But we have all of that information on our website and National Grid has it on their website too. But basically in most places if you need to upgrade the infrastructure, if you need to lay a new line, mm -hmm. on some level the utility will cover that. And mm -hmm. then if you live in certain areas they'll, they'll have an incentive for the charging unit itself. Okay, all right. Uh, can you talk too about incentives uh, to purchase electric vehicles? Yes. Yeah. Um, so the quick rundown of that is there's a federal tax credit which is up to $7,500 um, that right now if you purchase a vehicle basically when it comes time to do your taxes you'll fill out a form and get a tax credit that way. The state has a rebate program called More EV which is $3,500 for a battery electric vehicle and just not available for plug-in hybrids. I see. Um, I should mention that for the federal tax credit there's there's other qualifications that I'm not mentioning right yes, now, but basically yeah. top line item is $7,500 for the federal tax credit um, or up to for the state rebate, it's up to $3,500. If you are low income and you can prove that by demonstrating that you participate in one of a series of programs that the state has on the website, mm -hmm. you get an additional $1,500. Um, so that brings it up to a $5,000 rebate okay. for a new or used car. Um, and it's also now for the first time available at the point of sale at participating dealerships. Okay. So instead of having to sort of shell out that money, fill out an application online and get a check in the mail from mm -hmm. the state, um, you'll be able to see that cost reduction right at the, at the dealership. Okay. So those are some exciting changes that have come about as a result of that climate law I mentioned right. earlier. I know there are some restrictions when it comes to the actual vehicle, right? It has to have a certain amount of uh, materials made in the United States. And, and that is for the federal tax credit, yeah. yeah. And there are price points as well that, yes. that uh, have to be met in order to qualify for that. This okay. is where I make a shameless plug for our Drive Green website, Go for <laughs> which it, has yeah. a shopping <laughs> tool where you can look at a car and we'll tell you what's the base MSRP, what is the federal tax credit, what is the state rebate, and if you subtract those incentives from the MSRP, what is the cost after incentives. That's helpful, actually. So you can sort of navigate that and say, I want to see all electric vehicles that have over 200 miles of range, okay. and it'll just show you the options and tell you which ones qualify okay. for what. Okay, so plug in your parameters and, and yeah. it'll tell you. What's the website? It's greenenergyconsumers.org slash drivegreen. Okay, it's a great tool. Yeah. Any Thank cost you. for that? For the tool? Yeah. Oh, absolutely no. not. <laughs> okay. All right, very good. And the good thing about the hat is we also have it translated yes. into Chinese. Great point. Um, and yeah. other languages as well? Uh, right now, the shopping tool is only Chinese, Chinese but all yeah. the educational information we have is in Chinese, Vietnamese, Spanish, Spanish and Portuguese. Portuguese. Yes. Okay, okay. 
Uh, so Fang, let's talk about the event on Sunday, uh, the logistics yeah. of it, where exactly is it happening, and what exactly is going to be happening? Okay, so um, this event will be held at YMCA South Shore, South Shore YMCA, uh, 79 Coddington Street, Quincy, and from 10 to 2 p.m. And so just look for the big green tent in the Kay. parking lot hall. We're there, Kay. and you will see food vendors there. We have free um, food trailers and ice cream for people at home. We will have, um, I know you want to talk about the specific EV models yeah. we're yes. having over yeah, there. Please, yeah. So um, we'll have um, a static showcase of volunteers who are bringing their own vehicles. Okay. Um, so we'll have uh, a couple of pickup trucks, so the Rivian R1T and the Ford F-150 Lightning. We'll have several Tesla models, the Model 3, Model S, Model Y, and then we'll have um, other excellent options too. So the Kia Soul EV, I'm going to refer to my list yeah, here, please, yeah. um, the Audi e-tron, the Chevy Bolt. Um, so it'll be a nice array of options. So you can go look at the super snazzy ones, but also look at some of the more affordable options and, and sort of see the range. And then in addition to that, um, Quirk auto dealers will be bringing some vehicles for us to test drive. So we'll have six vehicles for test driving. Um, so when you get there, it'll be obvious where to go, but you'll just have to sign a waiver and then you could go on a, on a test drive to feel the actual acceleration and see how quiet the cars are. Um, and we'll also have electric bikes. Um, so if you want to tootle around on electric bike oh. and see how awesome those are and what a great tool they are for replacing some car trips, mm -hmm. um, that, that'll be there too. And in addition, we'll have lawn games and food, as we mentioned. Yes, We're yeah. Kind of really stress that the yes. food is free and it's <laughs> very good. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually, because it's not normally at events like this yeah. if it's a food truck. And truck. actually, the, f the food truck that is coming uh, is a food trailer that is towed by an electric Ford F-150 Lightning. Of course. So that's, that's a sort of added uh, cool sure, feature. Sure, sure. Um, so is the test drive just right in the parking lot, or do you get to go out on the street? Oh, we'll go out on the street. We do. definitely um, want to keep the parking lot where people are walking and ha let people go out and actually experience the car. Okay. Um, so it'll be like a five to ten minute little loop, yep. um, but give you plenty of time to turn left, turn right, step on the accelerator yep. safely. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And... Uh, just get to check out the cars. Okay, and they they go out in the drive with somebody from absolutely Green Energy, right? with with someone from Quirk actually. From Quirk, okay. We'll be there to talk about charging and explain incentives and answer any questions. Okay. But when when people are in the vehicle, they'll be in the vehicle with somebody from Quirk. Okay, all right. Yes. They need to be licensed drivers. And yeah, I'm assuming. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> any other uh, documents or paperwork that folks need to bring to participate in that? Nope. No? Okay. Just bring a driver's license. Yeah. Um, if you want to ride an e-bike and have a helmet, bring your own helmet, of course, but there yeah. will be helmets too, so. Okay. Yeah, I think they just need to sign a waiver at the sure. site and then they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is forecast to be not such a great <laughs> day uh, weather-wise. Uh, is, is there a plan, uh, inclement weather plan? We are on rain or shine. Yeah. Okay. We'll have lots of tents. Okay. Uh, so right. we've, we've done so many EV showcases in all sorts of weather and yeah. we know that Having tents is always helpful, so <laughs> we'll have tents, there'll be food, um, and it, there's easy parking, so it'll be easy to stop on by, do a quick tour. Yep. You can always warm up in an electric car on a <laughs> test drive. 
um, but it should be fun. Okay. Well, it's a good opportunity to, to see how the EVs operate in rain, right? Which is just yeah, the same yeah, as yeah. any is other it car. Just the same? <laughs> it yeah. is just the same. It's just oh, quieter. I, yeah, I almost forgot to mention, but uh, like, um, if you're interested in knowing more about how to, how to install a charging unit at home, yes. National Grid will be with us at the oh, event. Oh, they will. Oh, good. Yeah, it has. Um, and also, we have one of our original whole. Um, EV uh, installers joining us, so oh. they can provide more information. Oh, okay. If you want to understand how to install hall and what's the incentives for that, had, they people are welcome to talk with them. That's great because I think yes. a, a lot that is one of the. I think Anna, you'll agree that's one of the major questions that folks have about EVs is how do I charge it, right? Yep. And, and how long do it does it take to charge, and, and how much mileage can I get out of this amount of charge? It's probably the number one. Concern, I think. Yep. Yes. That and cost. Those that are and the cost, two. That and cost. Yeah. Sure. Right. Although even you know, internal combustion vehicles are getting pretty costly right now too. Yeah. So uh, they're getting comparable now, uh, yes. unfortunately. Anything else we should let folks know about? I think. Check your list. Make sure you got it all. Yeah. No. <laughs> I. I'm just hope to see you there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, fine. and for kids and youths who are interested in uh, making maybe in the future, if you're interested in making your own EV. Vehicles, you know, we have a uh, MIT EV team joining us this time. Really, they are bringing their prototype. It's a motorcycle. Oh. it's an electric motorcycle. So um, they are there to show people hold their m prototype and also talk with kids and youth who are interested in becoming an engineer in the future. Really? Maybe yes. So fun! You're keeping all these great secrets <laughs> to yourself <laughs> at the very last minute. Anything else? <laughs> I, I think that's all from me. Are you <laughs> sure? <you>. Yes. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's another great, uh, you know, uh, yes. alternative for yeah, folks. Yeah, I'm glad to, I didn't learn about that. forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Sure, sure. Yes. Uh, what is the website for Quincy Asian Resources? Uh, we are coreusa.org. Okay. Yes. Very good. Uh, and again, Green Energy Consumers. Greenenergyconsumers.org. Okay. Thank you both, ladies. Great to talk to you. I hope you have a wonderful event. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, too. Hope You're to welcome. see you there. Thank you. You never yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching us here at AM Quincy. I'm Joe Catalano. We'll see you next time.